Hello and welcome to day four of STLV 2018. So next to me is a model of the Starship Voyager with Captain Poway and Neelix. <laughs> she hasn't had her coffee yet, that's the problem. All right, so we're going down and entering the can a hallway. The William Shatner panel is currently on stage right now in the main stage. All right, so the Shatner panel has officially ended. Everybody is now coming out of the main room. And the line at the original series bridge has started, I believe, for his photo op on the bridge. All right, so we're heading into the vendors area, going down the vendors room. Nichelle Nichols has just re-entered the vendors room. See, I don't know if it's just me or because I got here Thursday night and yesterday, Friday, was my first day of the convention. The cosplay isn't what I've been accustomed to the last few years, so I don't know if it's my expectations or... I've become too high or if people are now realizing that travel restrictions are making cosplaying difficult. That will be for another podcast. So we've got the line for the Discovery Actors autograph who are here today. It is literally going around the, the back of the room here. All the TNG actors have done their first set of autographs for the day, so their, their tables are currently empty. They're probably all out to lunch. All right, so it's after 1.30, so I'm thinking some folks have gone to get lunch because you've got people in line, and the area for the vendors themselves isn't that busy at the moment. See, the folks at the Anvil's booths are out to lunch. All right, so it looks like we have breaking news that happened about 15 minutes ago. After the Shatner panel, Alex Kurtzman came on stage to make an announcement. And to make the announcement with him, with a surprise guest, Sir Patrick Stewart was here in Vegas. So apparently, this, this movie with the TNG cast is happening. And, pardon me, so let me see if we can get this. So this is... Courtesy of the Trekkie Girl feed on Twitter, 20 years will have passed since Nemesis. No scripts as of yet. Very, very different. He may not be captain. Sorry, he may not be a captain. He is a changed ma'am. Same passion, determination, and love of our followers as before. So from what I can tell, that's the only announcement. That is the announcement. And if you're a fan of Polytrex, they got a huge get. They got Rekha Sharma. So I don't know when that episode will be dropping, but that will be a huge get for them. I saw her walking around the vendor's room earlier. So it looks like I dropped the ball by not being at the Shatner panel because this announcement was made immediately following that. So we will finally be getting a fifth TNG movie, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know when it will be released we just know it's 20 years after nemesis so we're here at the sto sto star trek online booth um and your name sir 
I'm Al Rivera, the lead designer of Star Trek Online. Oh, you're the Al Rivera. I am the Al Rivera. All right. Um, so I guess I should first say I do have an account, but my work schedule has been weird, so I haven't been playing for a while. So that's on me, so please forgive me, okay, Mr. Forgive Rivera. You, but, well, just this once. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're missing out. We just Obviously, we just released Victory is Life just a month or so ago, uh, the, our expansion for Deep Space Nine. For the 25th anniversary. For the 25th anniversary of Deep Space Nine. Huge success, huge raves picked up. A, it's a love letter to Deep Space Nine. And we obviously we had Chase Masterson, Aaron Eisenberg. We had Rene Aubenjois and Alexander Siddig. And so we had like most of the cast at Deep Space Nine jo join us, Armin Shimmerman. And um, you'll probably see some trailers of it behind these gentlemen that are blocking Well, since trailer. it's been out for a while, can you give us an overview of what the story is? I'm sure I can give you an overview. It just came out on console. It came out on PC last month or so. It just came out on console. So I don't want to spoil too much for those console players. Um, so just spoiler okay. alert, spoiler warning for those listening on the podcast. Um, it is, okay, obviously our show takes, our, our, our game takes place about 35 years after Nemesis, so it's about that long since, uh, since Deep Space Nine. Odo, as, uh, Odo comes back, he's been with the founders, he's now a founder himself. This is, Kai, uh, Kira has been Kai, um, and, and, every, and now there's the new, there's the, the Herc have returned. And the Herc, if anyone remembers the Herc, they were only mentioned a couple times on Star Trek, and um, they were the one race that defeated the Klingons. And uh, we, we show them as an insectoid race, kind of like cicadas or locusts that hatch every thousand years. And they return and they basically are destroying the Gamma Quadrant and the, and the Dominion now needs help. And the Dominion helped uh, the Federation, the Alpha Quadrant, um, a couple of years back when the Iconians attacked, and now they're kind of catching in the favor. We need, uh, we need help. The Herker destroying the, uh, the Dominion is on, its, is on its last leg. They're about to fall, and the Alpha Quadrant will be next, and we need to join forces and stop the Herc. That's, that's interesting. So you t you're taking some elements from the novels and incorporating into the game, such as Odo being a founder and Kira being Kai... Uh, we didn't pick any of that necessarily from any novels. I, I'm not aware of that. No, the Kira being Kai was something that we put into Path of 2409 10 years ago when we first launched the game. Um, and as far as Odo being one of the founders, it just makes sense. That's what he yeah. did. He went yeah. back there to join the Great Link and, and, and share his experiences. So this is not necessarily a tie-in at but, all. But to no, novels. but there are elements. Sure. Uh, not intentional. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, not, not intentional at okay. all. So what was the hardest part of, of, of doing this Deep Space Nine expansion? Um, the hardest part was we have one episode called uh, Quark's Lucky Seven. It's a, uh, it's a love letter to, to specifically the Magnificent Ferengi, where we have Nog, Quark, Rom, Lita, Lek, and Brunt all in this one episode, and they perform a heist. <laughs> to retrieve the sword of Kalos in order to bring, in order to, uh, because they need to bring the Klingons into the war. The Klingons don't want to have anything to do with this Herc war because, frankly, they're a little afraid of the Herc and they don't want to admit it. And so, by bringing the Herc, if they can get the sword of Kalos for them, which is kind of like their Excalibur, yeah. maybe they can get their courage back and, and join the war, and that might tip the scales. And so, you get to actually, in this episode, it's the first time you get to play, you actually play as. Lita, Rom, Quark, Nog, so you play them in this kind of heist flashback 
scene back and forth. So technically challenging, tremendous amount of cutscenes, tremendous amount of voiceover work and storytelling, and new technology that you actually play these characters um, with flashbacks of the past, and this classic kind of heist kind of thing where there's, you know, there's betrayal and double betrayals and triple betrayals and that kind of thing. So huge spoilers, but uh, been our like number one most popular episode that people have been raving about. And uh, if you get a chance to talk to the actors, they sit down over there and talk to them about about it. Um, they were really excited. They saw it. They saw the clip, and they were really excited to play that. So they love hearing about it. Well, I heard Brunt. Were you able to get Jeffrey Coombs? Yeah, we had Jeffrey Coombs as well. Yeah, he played both both Brunt and Wayun in in Victory's Life. I'm confused. I thought Wayun Seven was the last Wayun. You would think. <laughs> But he's Brunt. He's it's it's excuse me. He's Wayun, and he's uh, and he's a clone, and that's not too easy. That's not too hard to explain. Okay. Right. But he's he's back. We have a Wayun. This is actually Wayun Ten. Okay. Skip ahead a little bit. Okay. I have to be that guy. So the last time we saw saw the sword of Kalas. Mm -hmm. space. Right. Mm -hmm. That on the TV show, but not in D Space Nine. <laughs> excuse me. Not in uh, not in Star Trek Online. In Star Trek Online, Kalis, uh, we have in Star Trek, they, they clone Kalis. Yes. Kalis joins you to stop the Iconians uh, in our Arconian, Arconian War Story arc, and he attacks, he, he, attacks, uh, uh, he attacks one of the Iconians, cuts off her arm, and she kills Kalis. And the sword falls, and, it's, and the Iconians had it, and that was like two years ago. So okay. the sword's been lost to the Iconians years ago, so that's where Quark is going to... Rom says, "You're the only people we can trust. We need to put the we need to put the we need to put the team back together because I can't trust anybody else to do this job but you, Quark. And uh, we got to get the sword of Kalis back from from uh, from the Iconians." Wow. Now you have a new uh, uh, there's a new new expansion that you're working on that was announced. Yes, we, we announced uh, Age of Discovery. We'll have our panel tomorrow at 10:30 okay. a.m. with Mary Wiseman will be joining us on stage. She'll be reprising her role as uh, as Tilly in our and. And our new content uh, coming up later this fall, um, we'll be doing. Uh, so we'll be taking Star Trek Online into the Discovery era. You'll be able to start a captain in the Discovery era, um, and we will be uh, bringing Discovery to the forefront of Star Trek Online for the next uh, next few releases going forward. At okay. least, yeah. So, and you'll get to you'll get to play you'll get to meet Killy as a cadet while you're in the academy. Okay, so this is before the event of the Vulcan Hello. This takes place after, just after the Battle of Binary Stars. Okay. But before, before episode three, three, whatever you want to call it, or however you count them, right? Before the episode after the pilot, <laughs> right? After well, the premiere, which is, I mean, the pilot is technically two episodes. Yeah. You can count it as one, it's kind of one, kind of two, depends on how you want to count it. Technically, episode three has six months gap okay. between Battle of Binary Stars and when, when Michael Burnham is brought on board the Discovery. Okay. That's at six months out. That's where it starts. Okay. So what was it like working with Mary Weissman? I haven't worked with her yet. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no, we're still, I mean, we, we, she's going to be working with us. Oh, she's, okay. she's signed and she'll be on stage to talk about the work. Okay. But this takes months to build this kind of thing. Oh, so, okay. So she does, uh, we don't bring our actors to recording until the work is done. Oh, because okay. all the dialogue changes and we, and when we got it locked in, then record. And then we and and then add it to there. So, okay. so she hasn't recorded yet. Oh, okay. So, but I'll let you know on Sunday when she comes on stage with us. <laughs> I will be there for that panel. Great. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks thank for you. Stopping by. No problem.
I'm good. So is that a, like a slinky for advanced? They call it, uh, somebody called it a flow ring. Okay. So I'm just, it's my own toy. We don't sell them here. I'm just oh, okay. abusing myself. Actually, Novos was selling them, but I got their last one. <laughs> okay, because I saw somebody with that at a panel yesterday. Yeah, these guys, these guys, I don't know if anybody else has them, but I know Novos had them. I took their last one. Okay. I was like, I want to play with it. <laughs> and now this is what's keeping me kind of like... Sane? Lack of a better word, yes. Okay. <laughs> Especially, it's like my version of a fidget spinner. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it looks like it's busier in the vendor's room now, so I'm not sure. I think everybody's processing the announcement of the fifth TNG film, which is going to be interesting because my current understanding of the Viacom divorce... Have you seen Rick C C O three seven? No. Rick C seventeen zero one. Yes, the Rick. <laughs> Apologize. The um the Ricks of the Galic the Guardians of the Ricks just walked by. Love them. I can turn this camera off. There we go. Okay, so we can let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. So I am Captain Killy. Volk, son of none. <laughs> you mean noon or none? None. Okay. <laughs> so, I guess, let me ask you, how long did it take you to get the outfit, or how much time did you spend on making the outfit? Took about six weeks. What was the hardest part? The head. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part was putting the contacts in. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to put contacts in with the head on. <laughs> that must not. That must be very difficult. Yeah, it's about a four-hour process. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and um, what was the hardest part of the Captain Killy outfit? Uh, probably the armor. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's probably safe. You took pictures of the actual real one in the exhibit for next year. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Went and saw it. Checked it out. So how, how has your cosplay been received so far today? Good. Yeah. Have there been people who have no idea who you are? Yes. <laughs> people that haven't seen Discovery didn't know who he was. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but everybody knows the albino. Well, right. you would think, but... It was before you had the surgery. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> right. Before I had plastic surgery. Yeah. The second time. Right. <laughs> 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 Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Let me give you my card. Okay. See, now I saw you. Oh, yes, because I have makeup on. Yeah. face makeup for you up yesterday. Well, I saw, I, well, you see one Jayla, you see them all. No, I heard about it. So wait, so do they? All they said is, did they? Did they give like a tentative release date for the film, or just said it's? Wait, this is wait. This is not. This is going to be the series that Kurtzman is working on. He didn't say. He said that they're still working on it, but I took it as a. I took it as a show because it's going to be on C because CBS All Access posted something about it. So I assumed it was a show. But it's well, also going to be 20 years later, 20 years after the last movie. So he's like, it's not the same 
John, look, as before, may not even be a captain, you know. Like I said, 20 years of life going on since the last time you saw him. Wow. Yeah, but that's all he said because they're still working on the trips. But when everybody stood up and gave us the innovation, he said he was back, he said, this is totally worth it. The next two years, this is totally worth whatever happens next two years. Wow. I can't believe I missed that. I know. Well, I got an autograph and ran it back to the hotel and then walked in right when he walked in. I'm like, <gasps> Well, I was avoiding the Shatner panel because I didn't, because there's going to be that one guy who was going to ask him about Jason Isaacs. That's not what Jason Isaacs said, though. I know. I know that and you know that. I know. I know. Yeah. So I actually retreated. I posted back to Shatner about that and he didn't respond to me. Well, he never does. No, because it, it wasn't something he wanted to, you know, go after me about. So that was... <laughs> Because you're a lawyer. He doesn't. Well, yeah, he does, because that's in my Twitter handle. It totally is in there. So, But no, I'm like, that's totally not what he said. So when some, Jason Isaac said something, no, when Rain Wilson said something to that kid about getting a, was that Rain Wilson or Jason Isaac? But told the kid he was in the wrong uniform? Um, mm, crap. I think it was Rain yesterday. Was my, yeah, the star wearing the star. Right, and so somebody posted that. I'm like, he was just so you know, because if you weren't in the room, he was kidding. The next yeah. thing is get that boy a shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want everybody to go after Rain Wilson saying he was mean to this kid because that's not what happened either. I hate the internet sometimes. And it says the podcaster. <laughs> the first okay, these are these are all of the um, bridge actors, correct? Or okay. the bridge crew? Well, Emily Count. Yeah, yeah. Bridge, bridge. Bridge. I I'm not even going to try to bridge. pronounce her name. Rekha Shah. I saw her walking in the vendors room. She was very nice. So, she's five three. I took a picture. Well, she's like, I think, five even. Okay. Well, five three's not bad. I'm five four. I'm well, tiny, tiny. Like Rena Sirtis. has on my shoulder. The <laughs> but no, it was like, I had no idea that she, that she Michelle, that smart. Well, you, yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have either except for the costume. Well, I did security for the TNG people a few years ago, and so that's the only reason I know they're all tiny. Except for Tashir. She's not. She's a normal person. Well, if it, because Michelle Yeoh probably would have been here, but she's doing the press tour. For her movie? Yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> Which, you know, I have a problem with, because the name, I don't know if I can watch that, because that just sounds like it should be offensive. No, 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 it's... I saw the preview. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it sounds like it would, should be offensive. Yeah. Oh, we have a naked Picard? Yeah, he, he's doing that again. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Good. I met her last night. I have not seen much. Yes. <laughs> okay, we watch the panel. You well, have fun. I will. Oh, there's I'll... another one later. Okay, well, what time is it right now? It is... 2.06. Okay, so I'll probably make my way in a few minutes. And then I saw the greatest thing. So George Takai was pretend was hiding, pretending not to be George Takai. No, I see that. <laughs> Such a nice guy. He's also a tiny guy. Yes. This is you're still recording this. Huh? Yeah. Well, um, I can edit this out if you want. No, well, you know, I met them on the like I my clients worked out. I got to have lunch with them. Yeah. They're so nice. Well, I guess we should let people what what you spe, what your law specialty is. Well, I don't have a specialty because we can't say that. But I do some civil rights work. I did the marriage equality case. I filed that. So that's how, when I was on the cruise, my clients called and talked to Brad. And so I got to have lunch with them, and they're sweet, because otherwise I can't talk to people, you know, because they get yeah. bothered when they're out. Yeah. And they're very nice people. They're really, really sweet. Okay. But while they're here, all their time is scheduled. 
here in Vegas. The crews, they get actually some time off. Yeah. Yeah, I did the marriage case, so I do stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> so wait, so you're going to be, that's one of the the um, um, raffle prizes tonight. Yeah, I, I donated it. The, the the sign that my clients signed. So all the, And I actually got more plaintiffs to come in last week and sign it, so all the plaintiffs from the Kentucky cases are on the thing that they're raffling tonight. Okay. At the diversity fundraiser? Diversity event? Night, night of diversity. Thank you. Okay. So I'm a little flustered from the Patrick Stewart. And, you know, and the Ash Tyler thing, since I was this close to him. <laughs> well, we're all processing it, because somebody went... Well, I can't repeat what they said on the Slack group. Because it's not family friendly, and I and I went, what happened? He goes, Patrick Stewart made the the announcement with Alex Kurtzman. That's not family friendly. What? Well, no, no, no. She posted. Okay, okay. That's why I watched what I was posting on Twitter because yeah. I. Was... But no, when Patrick thanked everybody basically for standing up and clapping for him, that was awesome. Because we love him. I know we love him. I mean, we, we would we would pay money just to see him read the phone book. I would, actually. <laughs> but when I went to Star Trek, Destination Star Trek, London, they could give a crap about him because he's a, he's a British guy. They're used to him. He's not a big deal for them. And these are Trekkies. But they like, uh, you know, they like the American accents and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. That's not the same thing for them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you go. Okay. To... I'll see you later. Okay, I'll see you, I'll see you tonight for sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now is this the last Riza episode we we were promised but never got? Can someone please explain the origin of that? His name's Two Takes Freaks. When he makes a movie, you only need two takes. That's literally all you need to know. Okay, so Zach. For those of you who, folks who are listening, can you can you let everyone know who you're cosplaying as? Because you brought the you did this two years ago and you brought it back this year. Yes, I am Whitney Houston, <laughs> <laughs> and my heart will go on. <laughs> is that her song? I can't no, that's her. Celine Dion. I don't know. This is Captain's Holiday, Picard on Riza, seeking Jamaharan. He wasn't seeking Jamaharan. He wanted to read his book. This is the mirror version, because I'm always seeing yeah. Jabaharan. I We got you on tape last year. Are you doing Guns Picard tomorrow? Yes, that was totally meant for 2019. Guns Picard will be in effect. No, because we got you on MP3 saying you were doing Guns Picard this year. Absolutely. This year, 2019, <laughs> Guns Picard will be in effect. <laughs> okay, can you let everybody know who you're cosplaying as? I am cosplaying as Jadzia Dax from the episode Let He Who Is Without Sin. I heard that they had so many problems that episode because apparently Terry Farrow is actually a vampire who hates the sun. Oh, well then we still have a lot in common. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I feel that one. Oh yeah, I don't... I don't Clearly I didn't tan that. for this actual costume. Clearly, to everyone who's listening, I cannot see my pasty white ass. But it's pure Zach. It is 100% me. No padding. No, 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 sir. I would not deprive everyone of seeing me in my 
at my most bulge. Okay, I've seen my fourth wadi today. All right, it is a 10 to 4 right now. Um, we just finished both Bosch. We just finished both discovery panels. They were back to back today. They're going to be two more tomorrow. So now we're making our way back down the hallway. See what's going on. So this, as I said, the second discovery panel is just letting out. So you're, you're cosplay is a mashup. It's Batman of board. Batman of board. Where'd you get the idea to do this? In my own little head. <laughs> I've been a cosplayer for about eight years. I'm known as Armored Warrior. I do uh, Iron Man, um, uh, oh my gosh, Robocop, uh, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee. So I thought I'd do something outside the box and do an armored board, which I did. Then I decided to kick it up another notch and do Batman of board, create a mashup character. So, How has it been received so far? Outstanding. The fans are loving it, especially the millennials. They love it. So since you, you specialize in armored cosplay, how long did it take to get the outfit together? Uh, this took like about 40 man hours. What was the hardest part? None of it. Okay. None of it. It was just the joy. Because I'm not really copying somebody else's work. I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. A lot more fun. So I loved every minute of it. Okay. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Can I do a quick interview or... I can hear you, yeah. Okay, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, so let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. I am cosplaying as Lego Kelly Grayson Orville. Where'd you get the idea to do this cosplay? Uh, this is my third version of it, and I always loved Orville, and I wanted to do some mashup that had never been done, so I said, ooh, Lego and Orville, never been done. And so... So how has the cosplay been received so far? Everybody loves it. In fact, uh, I, this is my third time taking it out on a con. The first one was uh, to the island, and then the second one was to Emerald City. And when I took it to Emerald City, uh, Adrienne Palaki's brother took a picture of it and sent it to her. And she was like, is that me as Lego? My life is complete. And I'm like, no, my life is complete. That you know I cosplayed as you. And I just, I win at life. I win. <laughs> it was awesome. And I, it's probably safe to say that you've taken care of all the bananas and we no longer have to fear the banana. <sighs> exactly. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, because I saw you guys at the Masquerade Bar a couple of nights ago. So let everybody know who you're cosplaying. Gilligan and the Skipper. So the obvious question, why at a Star Trek convention? In a world of Kirks, be Gilligan. And I would say that uh, we think of Voyager as the Gilligan's Island of Star Trek. Yeah, think about it. Every time they had an opportunity to get home, somebody screwed it up. <laughs> Just like Gilligan. Well, in all fairness, he gets a pass because in the season one finale, he saves everyone because they find out that the sap they were used to glue the boat back together had dried. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that because season one was in black and white. This is true, and oftentimes Gilligan would inadvertently save, save them all from destruction, yes. That's true. Like the time he seeded the clouds when he was wearing the jetpack. Okay. <laughs> the jetpack.
No, but I'll tell you, in all seriousness, I come to the conventions in years past, and, you know, I'd be dressed up like McCoy or, um, or Spock, you know, whatever. I don't really look like either one of them. But at other conventions I go to throughout the year, like Chiller, I've done the Gilligan thing, and you know it's like the reaction is always very positive. People come up and say, "Oh, you look just like Gilligan. That's fantastic," and they want to get pictures. So I said, "Why not?" Star Trek is a very open and accepting community, and if we come dressed as Gilligan and the Skipper, nobody's going to throw us out or say, "What are you doing here?" It's just they, they, and like I said, the reaction has been very positive. I mean, they were on at the same time. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of lot. We figured a lot of crossover the audiences. Actually, what we're finding is that when we'll see. Uh, parents and their kids walk by. The kids will have no clue who we are, but the parents all giggle as they walk past. So. It's been a lot of fun. How can the kids not know? Are they not teaching this in school anymore? It's the state of today's education, I guess. I don't think his daughters know who we are. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's not right. Okay, thank you. All right. Next year you have to bring the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, and the professor and Marianne. <laughs> okay. So there's actually two people who are doing doing a much more outside of the box non-Star Trek cosplay than those folks. As I was waiting to interview them, there two people were walking by dressed up as the Ghostbusters with the proton packs and everything. All right, so we're heading back into the vendor's room. It's after 4 p.m. and it's very crowded in here. Okay, there's a huge line. I think it's for Discovery actors. Yeah. So Jonathan Frakes is walking around with Matt Mira. And now Jonathan Frakes is talking to James Crawley. Mira Riker and Troy? No. No, not Mira Riker and Troy? No, I see this. Mira generic officers, I can't grow a beard. And, uh,. Mirror Lal Data. Okay. Data's daughter. Oh, okay, but why does she have spots? Oh, that's right, that was Thursday. No, today, today you're Trill. Today I'm Trill. Today I'm like half Mirror Esri Dax, kind of, <laughs> sort of. I just didn't want to cut my hair for today. Okay. No problem. I didn't want to dress up as Kira, so. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're exiting the vendor's room because everyone... The crowds were mostly there for the Discovery autographs. Well, can I interview you really quick? Sure, what about? Okay, so you can let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. I am cosplaying Inquisitor Troy from Mirror Broken, the TNG Mirror Universe comic. So why'd you decide to do this cosplay? Uh, mostly because I have curly hair. And it's easy. Um, and I thought it would be something fun and different. I had wanted to do it last year, but um, I didn't get my ducks in a row fast enough. So, yeah, I did it this year. So I already took a picture with um, Mirror Riker, so that was fun. I'm hoping to see Madison, who's doing Mirror... Um, Crusher. Crusher. So, yeah, it's just fun, something different. What was the hardest part of making the outfit? I actually didn't make it. Oh. I paid somebody to make it Ooh. because I don't have the time to sew and I certainly don't have the patience to figure this all out. I can sew, but not all this stuff. Okay. So, yeah, so I paid the experts and saved my time okay. and it was worth it. Okay. You look great. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye, Robert. Bye. Wait, can I interview you really quick? Okay. Hello. You're doing a really deep cut reference. So 
Let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. Yeah, I'm doing a Mugatu action figure um, put out by Mego Corp in the 70s. So when they released their retro cloth action figures, that's what I am. So it's probably safe to say everyone saw the Toys um, documentary on Netflix where they automatically knew who you were? That's, and you know, that's where I got the idea. I knew about the action figures, but we were watching it. And he actually did the Gorn, but he changed out of it for a photo of it. Yeah. I think I would say like half the people know, recognize the toys from the documentary, like you said. Yeah. So what was the hardest part of making the outfit? Um, the, the tunic, for sure. Um, and probably the shoes and... His, his costume was actually probably a little harder because he had to make him a, the retro Klingon outfit for the Gorn. So just probably the tunic and, and the clothes. I think I saw you, I might have saw you yesterday. Were you in that outfit yesterday? No, just today. I think today. earlier earlier today. It might have been, or yeah. I might have seen a picture. Yeah. It's kind of just brown with the kind of a yeah. orange vest. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a lizard. Yeah, really terrible lizard, looking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what well, was Mego? Yeah, it was Mego. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I thought it would be a fun kind of nod to the, the uh, Mego in the 70s. So. Okay, yeah. can I take your picture really quick? Sure. Star Trek fans keep getting younger and younger yeah. every year. Yeah. How Three old? Months. Three months. Wow. <laughs> okay, so there's a traffic jam because Klingon Kiss, yes, you heard that correctly, Klingon Kiss, letting everybody take pictures. We're going to see if we can get an interview with them. Sorry. Can I get a quick interview with you folks? So who's the unofficial spokesperson? Again, the star child. Yes, it was Mimi again. We did this yesterday with you. Oh. We were the other Klingons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you're, you're Kiss Klingon. That's right. We're Kiss Klingons. Where'd you get the idea for this one? That was me. That was Jim's idea. As we were driving away from the convention last year, he looked at me and said, next year we're going to do Kiss Klingons. <laughs> and that is an amazing idea because Kiss is kind of Klingon, if you think about it. I mean, the way they dress and everything yeah. in their concerts and everything, the boots. and Yeah, so that's... The wild guitars. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a year. We've been, we've been planning and making for a year. And here we are. And I well, I can see everybody loves you guys. Everybody's taking pictures. Uh, apparently, apparently we've touched a chord today. <laughs> yes, because we're already blowing up the internet. Apparently, we've just been told that in Quarks, we're blowing up the internet. Well, if you can be real meta about it and then do a picture in front of the Kiss Mini Golf. Yeah, we're we're on our way up there. That's our last stop. Okay. We're going to get some photographs up there. Okay. And then I'm going to send them to Gene Simmons. <laughs> because he needs to see us. He does need to see this, yes. Okay. Yeah, because we're great. <laughs> well, everybody loves Chrono Slaughter Planet. Yes, everybody loves Klingons, and like I said, and I personally love both of them, Kiss and Klingons. I'm yes. from that, I remember both of them. So this worked out really well. And okay. we're, we're having a blast. This is great. Like a shame, it's a shame they're not doing the mashup contest tomorrow. Yeah, but that's okay. We, we won second place last year with our minions. 
That was you? Yeah. Jim and I are the minions. Oh. I made four of those. We, we have actually four minions. We have a Klingon minion. Wow. Yeah, but we haven't brought them. We didn't bring them this year because we did this. But we'll bring them back. Okay. We'll be back next year with the minions. Every year, our all our costumes get more and more elaborate, bigger. <laughs> I bought a huge van and we we filled the van. Coming down, yeah. Coming down. Coming up we drive time. up here, and yeah. uh, I think next year if it continues, we may have to uh, buy a trailer. Where'd you so, folks dry up? Drive up from? We're from uh, Southern Arizona. It's okay. called Sierra Vista, okay. Arizona. It's down by Fort Huachuca. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. No problem. Enjoy. Shore leave, right? Oh yeah. Surely. Oh, oh, my paws and whiskers. I'm late. I'm, I'm very late. <laughs> How many people were able to guess the cosplay? Uh, most, most people who said something got it. So, yeah, I think the majority of people got it. Where'd you get the idea to do this, the, the White Rabbit? Uh, it just seemed like fun. It was like, uh, I rewatched the episode recently and I was like, I don't recall seeing too many people do the rabbit. And I thought, I don't really want to make a mascot head. It would be more fun and creepier to just paint my face white. So, so the, the, the cosplay has been received well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Very well. People seem very happy. I see. Okay. And I'm guessing your friend. Yeah, this is Jessica. Okay. Hi. Well, I didn't want to interrupt you. That's okay. So, Jessica, let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. Okay, I'm uh, cosplaying as Lieutenant Merez, Cation. And, um, yeah, it's fun to don the ears <laughs> and kind of um, project something different. Well, I, there was someone doing Merez yesterday. Oh, I haven't seen. I, yeah. Yeah. So Maybe cross... Cross paths. Cross tails. Did, did you go by the Hallmark booth to hold the Mares no. ornament? Mm -mm. No, no, yeah, no. there's a Mares ornament this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool. We'll have to check it out. I'm sorry, sir, sir, can I interview you really quick? Uh, what do you want to know? Well, I just would Usually an interviewer has questions prepared, so they ask the person, so it makes them more interesting, so... Yes, they do. So you let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. I'm Dr. Cornelius from Planet of the Apes, after having joined Starfleet. This is what happened after the Planet of the Apes Star Trek yes, crossover. crossover. Uh-huh. We were asked to fast-track and join Starfleet with all of my information and historical knowledge about archaeology, and so I joined Starfleet. And how, how do you enjoy it so far? What's it like working with intelligent humans? You have to get used to the fact that they speak, and unfortunately, <laughs> they speak too much. <laughs> well, I, Mr. Spock must sort of help with the adjustment. It's nice to have somebody who's as intelligent as Mr. Spock, yes, to, to be, have a kindred soul to talk to, he being a fellow alien like myself, yes. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Okay, so ma'am, if you can let everybody know who you're cosplaying as. I am cosplaying as the away team from uh, Shinzo, the ship Shinzo, where Philippa and uh, Michael Burnham are on an away mission. So the beginning of the Vulcan Hello. Yes, the beginning of the Vulcan Hello. So, too much information, huh? <laughs> so where'd you get the idea to do this cosplay? Well, it's, uh, we are 
we're very taken in this time by people who are perceived as other and we felt that their costumes were very reminiscent of Muslims and who are having a very hard time. So we wanted to know, are they going in disguise or are they going as invaders? So who are they really? So it really struck a note with the three of us who are dressed this way. Okay. So there was, a, there was an emotional element that, um, you know, caught our eye, caught our attention. So are you going to be doing George U cosplays for the rest of the convention or just, just today? Okay. Just today. But, but thank you. So did you see the the Discovery exhibit yet? Yes, we did. Yeah. Is this your first STLV? Yes. So this is your first STLV? Yes, yes it's my first STLV. Um, normally Saturday's a bit busier than this, so I'm not sure. Well, what happened was they now have the cruise. So a lot of people that would be here are saving up to do the cruise instead. I see. Okay. I, I used to go to the uh, Star Trek conventions when they were in Los Angeles in Pasadena. Okay. Before it became the Grand Slam. Yes. Before it became the Grand Slam. Yes. So it was a lot of fun. But I have no way to judge on whether this is a good one or... Well, yeah. This, well, this is good. <laughs> That's normal for a Saturday. Um, but in years past, it's been busier. But this is a good, good attendance. Okay, good, good. Well, we feel like it. There's more than enough people to, get, to meet and uh, yeah. you know feel like we're in in a Star Trek universe. So, okay. very happy. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Is it possible to interview you really quick? All right. But I did. I, I've seen the short and I do enjoy it. So can everybody know who you're cosplaying as and why? Well, I'm cosplaying as President Nixon. America needs Nixon now more than ever. <laughs> Nixon now. Sock it to me. <laughs> Did you know that Richard Nixon was a big Star Trek fan? What was he? Was a what? He was a closeted Star Trek fan. President Nixon. Really? Yes. Don't tell anybody. Top secret. But what do you think's missing on those tapes? It's not Watergate. <laughs> it's my Trekkieism. Is that a word? Trekkieism. Well, then why did you cancel the International Space Station and the moon base and the mission to Mars? I did not have the foresight to realize the important. I was too busy getting the, the hippies off of LSD. <laughs> Well, wait, did you see that, that Gwen DeMarco and Dr. Lazarus. Da Lazarus was here earlier? He had the brilliant spear. It was not yes. big enough to power the ship. Yes. Well, it was the power, the, the shuttle to get back to the ship. Yes, yes that might have was helped. too small. Yes. <laughs> yes, we gave them the small one, yes. So did you get to meet Rain Wilson yesterday? Mm, yes, for, for a minute, yes. It was very nice. Very he's, a very, he's a very nice man. Yes. <laughs> But, yes. but we did not see Dr. Lazarus or Lieutenant Madison. No. I, I did. We never seemed no. to match up, we up with not. them. No. Never. No. But we you saw you saw Gwen DeMarco yesterday. Yes. 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 For a short while. Yes. A different time. Yes. Yes. It was. Yes. That's how we got them the brilliant spirit. Yes. <laughs> 
He was too small. <laughs> the power of the ship. Well, it's the power of the ship that's this big. It was a clever deception. It was it a ship this big. big. Ah, 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 ah. I love you guys so much. All right, so there's a huge line. Well, there are a couple of congestion points. So there's the line on the one side of the, of the vendor's room for all the discovery actors. There's a line on one side. On the other side, all the TNG actors. You're the third Dax from Riza I've seen today. <laughs> and the so, best. I the could best say one, one of them's a mirror me, but uh, with two, it's hard to. <laughs> well, one of them actually has somebody doing Vanessa Williams' character. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw, I saw, I saw her yeah. with that. But do any of them have Dr. Julian Bashir? <laughs> But he wasn't in... Oh, yes, he was in that episode. But you're missing Worf well, and Lita. We're, we're, we're looking... That's why we're here. Are we're we looking really for missing them. Worf and Quark. And Quark. Thank you. Yes, yeah, exactly. We are missing Quark, yeah. well, well, he'll, he'll be here on Sunday, so we'll check him. We'll, we'll be getting his autograph. So have people responded... How have people responded to the, to the cosplay? Yes, I get a lot of, how did you do your spots? That seems to be the most popular question. No one's really said anything to me at all. Weird. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good convention. Thank you. So, we're going to call it a day. This has been Saturday, day four of STLV 2018. There, there's been a lot of big news today. Um, the Captain Picard series on CBS All Access being EP'd by Alex Kurtzman. Some slight reveals about season two of Star Trek Discovery, where those characters who did survive, we're going to learn more about Detmer's implants, about Arium's background. Kenneth Mitchell coming back playing a different alien. Patrick Stewart surprising everybody. So, on behalf of a cast of thousands, this is Robert Reyes for the Promenade Podcast. We will see you tomorrow for the fifth and final day of STLV 2018, the TN, I'm sorry, the DS9 25th. Coffee is a hell of a drug.